Welcome to the Strictly Anonymous Podcast. Conversations with online strangers. We place ads online. Craigslist is definitely the gift that keeps on giving. Real people respond. You go to Singapore or Thailand. You can't not do it. The temptation is just too much. Real problems. Does your friend know that you're banging her? No, he has no idea. And anything goes. Motto of the show. Let your Greek flag fly. Probably the only good advice I'll ever give you is to rehide your whips and chain. Here is your host, Kathy. Hi, welcome to the Strictly Anonymous Podcast with Kathy. If you haven't followed the Strictly Anonymous Podcast yet on Instagram or Twitter, follow me at Strict Anonymous. If you want to be on the show, it's called Strictly Anonymous because everybody remains anonymous on my show. I change everyone's voices. I change everybody's names. You can email me from a phony email. Call me from a block number. I don't give a shit. I don't really need to know who you are. I don't want to know who you are, actually. I just want to hear your true story. If you want to be on the show, go to my website, strictlyanonymouspodcast.com and click on be on the show. If you want to call my confessions hotline, because you just have a confession, you could call my hotline anytime, 24-7. Make sure you're in a quiet place. Talk clearly and slowly. You got four minutes to leave a message. If you need more time, just call back and I will edit them together. The number is 347-420-3579. That's 347-420-3579. All of those anonymous confessions are aired on my Patreon. My Patreon also has not only the anonymous confessions, and there's hundreds of them. They ha- You get early and ad-free episodes. You also get Q&As where I answer anyone's questions about everything. And you also get anonymous pics of all of my guests that I've had for like the past three years. As long as I've had my Patreon up and running for the past couple of years, I have had pictures of every woman that's been on my show. You could see anonymous hot pics of them, R-rated pics. But now you also get access to my Discord. And that's where some X-rated stuff goes down. Now you need to go through my Patreon to get onto my Discord, but you get all of that shit that I just told you for only $5 a month. I talk about how I'm raising it every fucking day and I never do and I don't really care. I just want a lot of people on there. So five bucks a month, you get all of that plus access to my private Discord. Mostly every one of my guests go in there and they post more X-rated stuff, but everybody else on there is now posting stuff. So it's becoming like a community where people are like hooking up with each other. Okay. (laughs) I'm not involved in my Discord, but I just take care of my Patreon, but if you want to be a member of the Discord and get all the other Patreon benefits, go to patreon.com slash strictly anonymous podcast. Now the link and the phone number to my confessions line and my website, all that information is in the description. Okay, now today I have on Layla, Layla London from the Curious Girl Diaries. She's one of my fave podcaster friends. We talk a lot. Today we're going to talk about fantasies. We were going to talk about perimenopause and menopause and libido. That's something that I also want to talk about on a Girl Talk episode, so I will have her back on to talk about that. But in this episode, we decided to talk about fantasies, because I can't tell you how many times on my podcast, fantasies and fantasy talk between couples have led to them living out really crazy things in reality, right? Being open about your fantasies can never really hurt, whether you keep it as fantasies and it just adds to your sex life with your partner, or you actually start to live them out after explaining them to your partner, it can only help. Layla is someone that's lived out a lot of her fantasies. That's what her podcast, Curious Girl Diaries, is all about. She had some fantasies and she decided to go and live them out. She's done a lot more than I have. A lot of my fantasies that I talk about on here are super naughty and dirty and all that good stuff, but (laughs) I don't think I'd ever 
live it out in real life, but I talk about the fantasies that I have. She talks about the fantasies that she has as well as the stuff that she's actually lived out in real life. She has a specific fantasy she has right now for a BBC. She's going to do that real soon. She also wound up telling me a story about one of her father's friends that she wound up sleeping with and having an affair with. And I'm like, oh my God, every time I tap Layla on my show, it leads to me hearing a story from her that I never heard before. <laughs> I don't even know if she's told that story on her show, but she talks about it here. Uh, but we do go through a lot of naughty hot fantasies that we both have. Whether you're a guy or a girl, we all have fantasies, right? We put ours out there in this episode, as well as talk about how fantasy talk is super important in a relationship. Like I said before, so many of the people who call on my show who are living really alternative lifestyles and are non-monogamous. It started out with them being open about their fantasies with their partner. A lot of fantasy talk, sometimes over time, has led to them living it out in reality. Sometimes it doesn't. It doesn't always have to. A lot of my fantasies that I have, did I say this already? I probably would never live out in real life, but that doesn't matter because if you have a half of an imagination and you got a cool partner that has an imagination too, you can really go there and it just could add and spice things up in the bedroom. So let's talk about fantasies. That's what we talk about here. We talk about ours. We talk about how it's important for you to have your own as well as talk about them with your partner if you have one. So anyway, I'm going to be right back on with Layla. This is the Strictly Anonymous Podcast. Uh, hi, hi, Layla London. Welcome back to the Strictly Anonymous Podcast. How are you doing today? I'm fantastic. I cannot wait to jump into today's topic. This is going to be so much fun. Yeah, this is your good idea. I was like, oh, let's do a girl talk episode and talk about libido. You're like, let's talk about fantasies. I'm like, oh, what a great idea. We're going to talk about fantasies, female fantasies, right? I think that we'll start yes. there. Oh, I've yeah. heard a lot of guy fantasies. We'll talk about that. And then I figure we'll talk about how like fantasy talk with your partner can really change the game. I know I've heard it on my show a million times, so we'll eventually talk about that too, but we'll start off talking about our fantasies, right? You're going to tell me your top three and I'm going to tell you my top three, right? Is that how we're going to start? I don't know. <laughs> what do you think? Yeah. Yeah. We'll just, we, we're, we're just going to jump in with fantasies. So what is your kind of go-to, the top three or even just a top two of what, what you lean on right now? Like what's rolling around in the in the in the sexy recesses of your brain you mean like my like little fantasies it's oh my god I feel like it would be so lame to say I have like my little cuck queen fantasies because that's what I always talk about but yeah oh you I didn't know this I didn't know this about you you have no you do know don't you know oh, that's right maybe oh, okay. I've yeah. talked about it with Wyo more from maybe maybe yeah I don't think you've gotten into the cuck queen stuff with me although that's a hot one why okay I like that too but what's so hot about that let's break that down no to me like I mean, seeing a guy with another girl, to me, I think that that's just a turn on. I don't know, my guy with another girl. I've always been super jealous, but I've realized you could turn that jealousy into a turn on. And I mean, listen, I've never done it uh, for real yet with a guy, but I'm I'm definitely down to open. I'm definitely open to trying it, and that's what I would do. But the fantasy of it is definitely hot to, to be able to sit back and watch my guy with someone else. Because I'm, I'm very visual like a guy. I always have been. I like to... Uh, see sex while it's happening like I always like to fuck in front of a mirror and do things like I'm very visual or like videotape stuff so for me sitting there watching a guy or a couple even I mean that's something that I think about a lot lately as well as the opposite having somebody watch me like fuck their husband like a you know the cock queen watch me fuck their husband like I like that kind of three-way action experience 
I do too. I like I like my three way with uh, with a power dynamic mixed in. What do you mean? Well, meaning that like when I say the power dynamic, somebody's in control. So whether or not you're when you come in and you're the when you're doing this for a cut queen and you're if you're doing it, you're like the cut. What do they call you? The cupcake. And so, but you're kind of taunting her a little bit. And I've done that before, where I like taunting taunting the primary partner. And being the, that's the female in the equation and being like, watch him fuck me. Like, just, this is what your man, your man's going to put that big dick inside me, you know, just like stuff like that. And just telling her how good it feels while she can't have it, you know, and kind of keeping her a little bit denied. There's stuff, there's elements. I mean, I just love that. I don't know why I love the, I love to throw in a power dynamic when it comes to a three-way. Well, you are a little Dom and you did have an actual couple that you would do that in real life with, right? I mean, that's not even just a fantasy for you. No, I've done that. I, yeah, that I have lived that out and it's hot. It really is. I don't know what it is about. I just liked always, I just liked always looking at her knowing like she's watching her fiance fuck me i mean like this and i'm kind of makes me feel powerful i I, was hot i loved it yeah and it's super naughty i just think i like that whole dynamic what is one of your fantasies you're thinking about lately yeah so okay so it's along with the cucking but it's more just it's me cucking a guy right and because my my submissive my little submissive boy nico he's expressing a lot of fantasies to me right now one of them is like watching me get fucked while he has to wear his cock cage and while I maybe I and so I bring in a guy with like just a huge dick and he has to sit there while he's all caged up and he's got a big dick but it's gonna look when you put those cages on him they look small and pathetic and so I think it's just like the, the fact that he is down with that and wants to do that I'm just like you bet. I will freaking, I'll lay it on thick. I'll definitely humiliate him a little bit. And, But you haven't done it yet. Meaning, so your fantasy is to have him in the cage watching you with another guy. Yes. That's a kind of a shared, that's a shared fantasy of ours, but definitely. And, and even another partner of mine who I'm going to see over Thanksgiving and he, we were just talking the other day. He said, we need to make this happen. He wants to watch another guy fuck me. And he wants then when he wants a guy to either come inside me or come on me and then be able to lick it off. We send the guy away and he gets to lick it off. But he wants to watch a guy just fuck the shit out of me. Every every aspect, every element, the make out all the way to getting up close and personal when this guy's railing me. So your fantasies are like going to be lived out next month. I feel like sometimes I I always worry sometimes with fantasies because it's just, oh, there's one thing, something being a fantasy, right? And it's so hot. But there is that kind of post-nut clarity. I think guys call it that. After they come, you're like, what the fuck did I just do? Where you're like, oh, this fantasy, like if I really lived it out in reality, like how would I feel afterwards? Like I never did two guys at once, but it was a hot fantasy of mine. Like I would mock up DP with guys, right, with a toy while they were having sex with me. But I always was like, oh, but if I did that in real life, how would I feel afterwards? But I think because you're living out these fantasies, these are with guys that you actually know that you're close with. 
it's yes. a different story. And that's what's great about having a partner to do things with because I feel like there's less of that, oh my God, what the fuck did I do if you're just you and a stranger that you picked up on Craigslist like back in the day than if, if you're doing something like really naughty and kinky because I like that stuff. The naughtier, the better. Like I'm into that kind of stuff, but... I have to be with somebody that I really like and I care about and they're right there with me, you know, whereas to do it with a total stranger, like two strange guys, I could never, I don't know. I wouldn't feel right about it for me. I know. So it's, that's a strange thing. Okay. I'm sort of on the edge with that. Like I get the, yes, you know, you want at least one person, like when there's three in your threesome to be kind of on your team. Do you want to, do you want to be the odd man out? And then there's other times where I'm just like, you know what I just want to do? I just want to be like completely dirty, raunchy and slutty and just, just basically do like the guys are doing, but they're they They won't say it on some of these apps, not all of them, but some of them where they're just, they just want to hook it. They just want a one and done. They don't even need to know your name. And part of me sometimes feels like that's a fantasy as well. Like just, just doing, just, just doing them dirty, like a total one off, giving them the wrong name, a burner number. Go <laughs> I love that. Go fuck his brains out and 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 then that's it. You burn his number and he can never contact you again. You disconnect from him on the app. And it's like, you know what? Fuck you. I just masturbated on your dick. I just used you. You were my dirty little fuck toy. Yeah, you're, that's <laughs> a little dom in you. But I love it. Listen, I, I don't know that I could roll like that, but I love when a woman can because it's so anti-women behavior right a lot of times women have to know a guy we just are different than guys that fantasy that you just talked about i just want to fucking use you and calm all over you guys do that all the time it's no big deal it's just the way that it is so i always appreciate a fucking girl that rolls like that like i would high five you i don't know if i could get to that place and not to say that no listen not to say that every guy I fucked I loved I could not like a guy and fucking use him for sex right but I have to know him on some level like a friend I've had very long-term booty calls all my life that's the way I am but like I said I always do admire a girl like you that could take that plunge and just goes out and use a guy and doesn't even care and actually could get off on that anonymity because a lot of my fantasies do revolve around oh being in a hotel bar and just meeting a fucking guy and just like going up and fucking him and never talking to him again or I used to have one where like oh I'm in the hotel like a motel and then the guy at the front comes to help me with something and like fuck him and just like a real (laughs) slutty just a fuck him like you fucking whore kind of situation (laughs) I mean would I ever do that in real life oh my god I can't tell you how many showers I'd have to take if I fucked the guy in the motel that I could do it in real life, but it's like a hot, dirty fantasy to get off on. You know what I mean? Good news. Strictly Anonymous Podcast is looking for people to call into the show. So if you lead an interesting, naughty secret life that you want to talk about while remaining anonymous or not anonymous, if you're out and proud, that's cool, too. Send me an email. Strictly Anonymous Podcast at gmail.com. That's Strictly Anonymous Podcast at gmail.com or go to my website, strictlyanonymouspodcast.com and click on be on the show. If you have a short confession that you want to get off your back, call my confessions hotline 347-420-3579. That's 347-420-3579. You could call that number 24-7. I change all the voices on the confessions too. So you remain anonymous. The number the website, and the email address will all be in the description.
I don't know. I mean, <laughs> I, there's so for me, like when I get into that mode, Kathy, I'm like, I'm very, pre it feels very predatory. You yeah, know? I like so, it. Like, it feels, I feel very powerful. And I'm just like, I, I love it because I feel like I'm flipping the script on a guy. It's almost totally. like a Trojan, it's a Trojan horse in a way, right? They, they're, you, they're just going to walk right through the door because you're presenting as a sex positive female and they're just going to be like, well, they'll show up for that. And then the second that you just have your way with them, fuck their brains out. And then you're like, here's your hat. What's your hurry? Get the fuck out. I'm done with you. Like, <laughs> there's just something, I don't know. It's, it's tw sick and twisted, but there's that little fantasy, you know, is, is fun. And I've, I've, I have lived lived it out very closely, but it's been a long, long time. But I, I do get off on that power trip a little bit, if, if I'm being honest. It's, yeah, fuck you. Get out. You're okay. It was average. Let me finish the job now. <laughs> yeah, but I think that that's what makes everyone's sort of fantasies their own because everyone is yeah. very different, right? Like I could admire yeah. you for having that fantasy, but I don't have that in me. Like that's not my thing, right? But it is yours. And it's yeah. interesting because you have – Listen, you started your podcast, Curious Girl Diaries, sort of living out and checking things off your bucket list. So you're kind of like more ballsy than me in that you took a lot of your fantasies and live them out in real life. Like you've done more than I have, really, yeah. <laughs> as far as crossing the line of fantasy to reality, right? Like I used to fantasize when I was like fucking my booty call guy that like then his friend would come over and fuck me. But I never did that in person. And I don't know that I ever would. Yeah. But yet yeah. you have checked off all like you have lived out a lot of your fantasies right i yes yes but do you know do you have any like fan, do you, are you fantasizing about anything like that you that kind of goes along with a craving like i'm right now i have one going on that's say it say it go there give me some I am stories so <laughs> craving the race play and the like bbc right now i do not know why all of a sudden something switched in my brain because there's been this guy that I met a while back mm -hmm. and he showed up with his silky like workout long, almost like basketball shorts on. Do you know what I'm talking about? Mm -hmm. With no underwear. And I could see, oh my his, goodness. Dick, I could see his dick print, his, oh my his, <laughs> his limp dick print through his shorts. And if that's what it looks like limp, I'm like, Oh my God. And, and I can't help it. Lately, I've been feeling like a size queen. Like I just, I want to go seek out some BBC and just be part of it's the race thing. Like that it's naughty. I shouldn't do it. And, and there's those thoughts. And then there's just, I just want to see that really, really big thick dick going in and out of me that's what I want right now <laughs> oh yeah and listen I think fantasies and what you're into it's kind of like food I don't know sometimes I'm like all I want is like this kind of food for this kind of months right like you just click into something and it takes up all your time and all your thoughts I get it there was once it reminded me of a fantasy that I had because we were like it was literally this happened in real life, but I the fantasy came after and it ha it goes with your whole size queen thing that we were. It was a great adventure. I remember this like clear as day. We were in the parking lot looking for a parking spot in real life. This is real life, right? Looking for a parking spot. And we drove past this guy. I mean, and he was 
old and busted, but he was wearing these shorts and he had the outline of the biggest dick I have ever seen in my fucking life. Okay. I never you, you had to stare, right? You had to stare. At no, I mean, we just passed him by, but I used him as jerk off material. And my fantasy that I lived out that I would jerk off to that was super hot was that. So I go into great adventure after seeing that guy. And then I tell my friends, I forgot something in the car and then yeah. I go out and I find that guy and then I fuck him because I just yeah. could not not have that big cock. Just strictly used him for that big dick. Fuck me. My friends don't know. Like, I got to have it. And I use that scenario a lot because I was clicked into that whole, oh, my God, I want to be filled up by the biggest dick ever. You know, I don't have yeah. that fantasy now anymore, but that's where you're at. You're going to go get your BBC. I know you are. <laughs> I am. I'm going yeah. to, I'm not kidding you. I'm like, I'm going to text this guy. I feel so bad because why? Sort of blown him off several times. Now all of a sudden something's clicked in my brain. I've been watching a bunch of BBC porn. That's my go-to um, interracial. And I, I, I don't know, like that's where I'm at right now. And I, I just really, really want this guy to just dick me down. And I'm hoping he'll still talk to me because I've blown him off so many times. He's not going to care. He's just going to finally get what he fucking wants. Okay. And then he's going to be cool. I don't yeah. think he's going to care. I mean, you know, I, know. I don't think he's, you know, he's probably not going to care either, but I, I feel bad. Right. But now I'm like, all of a sudden I'm like, okay, you, you're my flavor du jour right now. You're what's like rolling around in my cave woman brain and let's get it on buddy. Cause I just want, I really, I want to be totally filled up. And I want to look down and see that color contrast and just all these things about it that just turned me on. He's he's going to do it. And he's tall and he's big and I just built athletic. And well, I think if you go into that conversation with him when you invite him over and just be super honest and be like, I know I blew you off so many times and I feel like you're going to be so mad at me. But all I've been thinking about is your big fucking cock inside of me and been jerking off to it for so long. He's going to be speeding over to your house. I know. <laughs> <laughs> tell him the truth. He's gonna, he's gonna forgive all your flakiness. Okay, you're right. You're yeah. right. Tell him the fucking truth. You just you can't even stop until you get that shit. He's gonna die. Precom is gonna be there when he gets over to your house. Oh God, I don't know. Yeah, what it is now. It only the only thing would be better is if Nico were watching and then he had to clean up. He had to be on cleanup duty. That would be. Kind of like the ultimate fantasy right there. But first, I think I want to, honestly, first, I just want to fuck this guy, like, all to myself. Like, I literally, I just want to ride him. I mean, like. You could be I, on top with that big dick. Well, because you have more control. Yes. Mm -hmm. I, I, I love, it, it's, I won't last very long. I'm not going to kid you. Like, when I have a, when I have a really, really big dick inside me, and they hit that, when they hit the A spot, not with, not so much with the poking, but with just the sheer pressure of being full all the way down to the end there. It's holy, because their dicks are so girthy. Oh, I won't, that, if I, when I start feeling that, I'll, I'm, I'll be, literally be a two pump chump at that point. Exactly. Yeah, totally. <laughs> but I'll, it's okay, because I'll, 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 I'll get it back and then I'm sure I'll have like, Several, but the first one, I won't even be able to hold it off. Who am I kidding? And then listen, <laughs> I mean, 
there's nothing more that a little that that a cuck loves than a guy who is bigger than him fucking his girl. So, you know, to make that second fantasy come true, which is your little cuck all cock caged up watching you with a guy that's gigantic. I mean, that's like his his dream, too. He's going to be yeah. right there with you. I know. Why is it? I know why. It's so interesting. Why is it that the cucks, they love they love a huge, big black dick. I mean, like, why do they single out the black guys? They're like, I want to see you with a huge black dick. Well, it's uh, listen, I think the black thing isn't necessarily black. I mean, sometimes it is the color contrast, but a lot of times it's just that I just think it's a fact that black guys have bigger dicks than white guys. But I think a lot of it is the bigger dick than them. And they don't even have to be cucks and into humiliation to like that. Even my regular stag guys who want to see their girl with another guy, they prefer to be bigger. And really what they say, because I've asked them specifically, what is it about that? Do you like to be humiliated? Do you want to have the smaller dick? Like why do you want a guy bigger than you, right? Because you would think that's very counterintuitive than of what you would think a guy would want, right? But they say it's because a big part of what they're into seeing when their girl is fucking another guy is her pleasure. And right. she is just pleasured more, sorry to say, when she's so filled up. Because like you said, from a female standpoint, when you have yeah. that huge thing inside of you, things are being touched upon that aren't touched upon by regular dicks. And so your orgasm is is more and there is more pleasure. And so that's it's what true. they get off on seeing. It's not it's like, true. oh, they want to feel inferior. Like Your little cuck wants to feel that. And there are a lot of guys that are into that. But even the guys that don't want it want to see that bigger dick. I think whether it's black or white because they want to see their girl being pleasured. And unfortunately, if a girl is very relaxed and turned on, if she takes a way bigger dick... She's going to be more pleasured by it. I mean, unless she has a very small vagina, which some women do, and they just can't handle it. But most of the time, unfortunately, it kind of takes you over the edge, a bigger one compared to a smaller one. It does. It, it does. And so, like, when I watch the porn, I specifically watch the, the, the models and their reaction. And you can tell. I can tell by the look on their face that they're overwhelmed by how big this dick is. And I can see, I can see exactly what they're feeling. And I'm like, oh girl, I know that feels so good. Like you just, you can see it. It's just, there is something about it when you're, when you're, when you're stuffed full and like every corner and crevice is full of dick. It just feels amazing. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, totally. But I I feel like once you get that fill, I don't know, like eventually I stopped jerking off to the guy in great adventure with the big dick that fantasy eventually went and then like other fantasies come yeah. to play and I think that that's like how it is probably for everybody right like you get something in your mind and it's like a hot fantasy when I was younger I used to have this thing where I would go on vacation with my best friend and I'd like fuck her father <laughs> oh No, but I wasn't 14 or anything like it was more like the being super naughty doing something that no one knew while I was on vacation was like that whole kind of cheating with someone fantasy. But like I said, nothing I would ever do in real life because I would feel horrible about it. But it was just like a thing that I used to think of. But it wasn't like an illegal thing. Right. But that was like the thing that got me off for a long time. And then it changes. Right. Don't your fantasies change a lot? Yeah. So you want to hear this? You just reminded me of, do you know, my <clears throat> like worst, naughtiest older man, this wasn't a fan. Well, it was, he was a fantasy, but then it was a reality. Oh, was, I love that. You take yours to reality. Tell me the whole story. I, I got, get, get this. I had an affair with my dad's 
business partner. In real life? In real life. But wait, was it a fantasy before? Were you like thinking about this fucking guy? Or we're just talking reality here? I was his babysitter. What do you mean you were his babysitter? How were you your father? Oh, you're the babysitter of his kids. His kids. I would be, yeah. I mean, because I've known him since he's, this is my dad's business partner. Like, no, me, he's known me since I was five. And, 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 and then at some point, we got attracted to each other and then he would come into this restaurant where I worked that was very popular and it just, the, all of a sudden I was like, God, I thought he was fucking hot and sexy. How did you guys cross the line? Well, he did. I mean, him, obviously I didn't, I'm, I'm at the time I was, you had to have given him the red light. I'm the green light. I mean, how does a guy, okay. So tell me how it happens. I mean, I don't even really remember all the details, but he would just, it started with where I worked and he would come in and he would flirt with me or give me a compliment. And I just fucking loved it. And I, we just, all of a sudden, I, this really, I knew it was naughty. I knew it was wrong. He would take me shopping in his 450 SL convertible. And I'd jump in there and be like, oh, do you have a kiss for daddy? You would say that? Or that's what you were thinking? He would say, no, he would say that literally. It was twisted. He was the first guy that ever tied me, tied me to a bed. Just wait, you got to slow this down. Okay. Because I'm not, I don't feel like I'm getting the story like in the right way. I I mean, because this is like a fantasy, right? Like my fantasy that I just told you, but this is reality and people love to hear this story. No, but this really happened. Yeah. yeah, Like the young girl that fucks her father's friend. and the Vladimir Nabokov. Can um, you tell the story better? You just blew through it. Like, (laughs) tell it better. You fucking oh. tell it better because this is a crazy. <laughs> okay. Like, so you're working at this place. He's hitting on you. Now, before though, okay, let me, I'll help you, okay? <laughs> this is what I do on my show. This is your guy that for a long time, right? You said you know him since you're younger. You're going over his house. You're babysitting his kids. Now, do you ever remember looking at him and thinking like, oh, he's hot or anything like yes. that? Yes. Yes. Okay. I started to feel an attraction to him or just thought he was sexy when now, I was Now, was he married? Did you know his wife too? He was, yeah. So at, when I was, when I babysat, when I was like 15, 16, he was married and they got divorced. Okay. But you knew the wife, you knew him growing up. You would go over, you'd always thought he was kind of cute. Friends. Yeah. Yeah. My, okay. These are friends and business colleagues of my parents. Yeah. So he, now did you ever get the sense that he was like kind of flirting with you at all? Because I feel like sometimes as women, we get vibes. We could feel chemistry sometimes with someone that maybe is unspoken. Was there anything like that before he started coming into that restaurant? No, I mean, I, no, I never that I picked up on. I I just always, I mean, I felt, I felt I had a crush when I would, when I would babysit or when we'd have family gatherings and he was there, I felt like I had a crush, but I didn't feel like. I didn't feel like it was reciprocated. Okay. I just thought it was one-sided. So that was fine. I would like masturbate to all these little fantasies about him. So you would. (laughs) So you were fantasizing before it became reality. Now, when he started to flirt, were you like nervous? Because like I said, like we've said a million times in this episode already. I mean, there's one thing about having the fantasy about fucking your father's guy, your father's friend. But it's another thing if it's actually going to happen. Like all of a sudden, I'd be really like nervous. (laughs) I don't know like how. When he started to kind of give you the hint that this is something that actually could happen. Like, how did you feel about it? 
I just, I mean, you know, I'm, you got to you remember what we felt like when you were 17. I was fucking thrilled. I mean, here was this hot, sexy, mature man, wealthy man who wanted to, was paying attention to me. And it just, I felt this wasn't a boy, like high school boy. This was a man. And I was just like, oh, that's, yeah. So it you was, were excited. Was, oh, fuck. Yeah, I was. Yeah, I was very excited. Okay, and then how did that first time come to be? All you got to the point where you're like, yeah, we're like tying each other up and shit. But what was like that? What? Where did you? Where did that first time happen? And how that, did it happen? Do you remember? Good. Yes. Okay. <laughs> I feel like I'm in the hot seat. You are. I know. <laughs> yeah. So I. I don't know. I, I. I was after work after after the restaurant closed, and I somehow ended up over at his house. I don't remember. I mean, this was a while ago, right? So. Somehow we ended up at his house and he played the piano and I always liked that. And so he was playing the piano and I think I was sitting next to him and somehow we just, I think he started kissing me and then we just ended up on the living room floor and started going for it. Did you fuck him the first time? Yeah. Wow. Crazy. How long did you see him for after that? I mean, you said he eventually tied you up and shit. Like how many times? Did oh, you about, up yeah, I mean, yeah. So we, we were ongoing for about six months until somebody told my, wait, wait, what? Yes. Tell my, tell my parents got wind of it. Boy. Woo. <laughs> I mean, forget about, forget about, forget about my dad. Like my mother literally threatened him within an inch of his life. And she, you don't fuck with her. She just, <laughs> Oh my God. I mean, she threatened him. <laughs> so you never saw him again, but you did get never. to fuck him all that time. I mean, that must've been super hot. I mean, the whole time was he great. Was it a great experience? <laughs> it honestly was. <laughs> it really was. He was obviously, cause you know, older men are great for, helping younger women figure out their bodies. And also I feel like making them feel comfortable. I don't know why, because you just, this is almost somebody sort of mentoring through you, mentoring you through this process and versus a younger guy where you guys are both fumbling around. Neither one of you really know heads or tails. So yeah. I think yeah. that's what my baby, that's not my babysitter fantasy. That's what I think me sleeping with my best friend's father fantasy was all about being with that much older guy. When I was younger, I wasn't with a lot of older guys. To me, older and most of my boyfriends were about five years older, but that's not really way older. So I think a, a, a big part of it was that big age gap and having someone so much older that, like you said, is so experience it is a very different kind of vibe I mean you got to experience that when you were younger you lived my fantasy out in reality yeah <laughs> yeah and, and it was a very fun for me it was a very fun experience even though I know how awful that was and like such an awful thing to put my parents through like I still when I think about that I, I still get this little devious spark and smirk on my face like I, I've never regretted it I probably should what's most important is to not do things that you feel regretful for. And that is different for everybody, right? I remember I have a really good hot fantasy that I have that I could never do in real life because I wouldn't feel right about it. But plenty of people do it and they feel totally fine with it. And that's cool. Like I said, I just think that the most important what thing is- What is it? Is that, 
Oh, it's like being an escort. I, well, I think a lot of girls have that I, fantasy. I, I, I could do it. I could do it. Like you could once. do it in reality. Yeah. <laughs> I could. I Just once. I mean, I wouldn't like, I, I think I could do it just once just to have the, maybe the guy gives me a dollar or something. A I, dollar? No, no, no. I want $2,000. I want okay, a lot of money. Full- oh, no. I want high-end escort. I'm obsessed with, I don't know. I'm like obsessed with these stories of these old courtesans. Like, is that what they call them? You know, these yeah, old, yeah. like women that took like really wealthy men to the fucking cleaners through just knowing the power of sex and just using these really powerful men. I think that's where, you know, that domination fantasy of I mine know. comes into play because I think that that's a power move. So for me, it yes. would be like, yeah, just taking a lot of cash not a fucking dollar no I mean I would have fucked that guy in the great adventure for a dollar with the big dick but no if I'm gonna (laughs) in my my escort fantasy it's a high-end experience where I'm just fucking someone for the cash but I do think a lot of girls have that fantasy but in reality you would never do it but I do like for me I don't know that would I go to a hotel set it up with a total stranger and then fuck him and then take his money and feel okay and it's not about because I think it's right or wrong I don't get off on like just total stranger sex but other people do and I think that that's okay I think it's like everyone's built very differently yeah now I want to jump back to your cuck, your your yeah. overall kind of cuck. That I will do, and that's I would like to live out in real life. But go on, is yeah. There, is there anybody that you wouldn't li- want to live like? So I love that fantasy too. I'm about that as well. I yeah. can totally get into that. Being actually, you know, being the cuckine or cut queen. Sorry, cut queen. <laughs> yeah. um, and I I just don't know. But there's certain guys I would see myself doing that with and others I'd be like fuck no I would not share that guy for a million bucks so what no is there a, I don't do you I have mean, a designation no. for that or is no. it, it everybody's equal opportunity with you, you, you no just- I mean I used to listen I, like I said I am not in love with a guy right now so it's very hard for me to say oh would that guy would he be off limits I I don't think so. I would hope to get to the place where I can fall in love with a guy and feel the same way that I did with any of my booty calls where I would like my I my one booty call, Tommy, who was the host of my show in the beginning. I fucked him for seven years. He was my go to booty call. I let him. I let him. Wait, I didn't know this. Wait, 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 wait. You're you're the guy that you. Yeah, everyone knows. You guys would fuck. Yeah, all the time. He was like my main booty call for seven years. But people knew that because we used to tell our story because this was like a guy who oh, never I didn't fuck. know that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So everyone knows he was a, one of my long-term booty calls. I have a lot of successful long-term booty calls. He was one of them. I fucked him for a really long time. And I used to picture, I used to pawn him off to my friends. I've pawned up a lot of guys that I fucked to my friends and let my friends fuck them. So yeah, if I'm into someone sexually, I could care less if they fuck anybody else. Like I, I've pitched them to my friends. So no, I never have anyone off limit. But in reality, if I fell in love with a guy tomorrow, right off the bat, would I be able to uh, pitch him to one of my friends? Probably not. I wouldn't let one of my friends fuck a guy that I really liked. I wouldn't pass on like I do with my booty calls. But my ultimate fantasy and reality would be that I'm with a guy. I'm totally in love with him, but just for sex and for fun, I would allow him to fuck another girl in front of me, someone that we would pick up together or find whatever. I don't see anyone being off limit in my real life with my booty calls, guys that I liked just to fuck that were great and better. I would share them with my friends. I wouldn't care because they were, you know, I don't care. I didn't like them. So you, like I said, I wouldn't pitch, I wouldn't pawn off a, a boyfriend who I really cared about to a friend, but I would do that maybe with a stranger. That's my ultimate fantasy that I want to live in reality. I haven't done it, but I would definitely do it. And I think that I would be totally fine with it. Yeah. Yeah. 
Who's off danger? Who's off limits for you? There's one. I mean, there's I can just one guy. And why? Because you like him or because he's so great that you wouldn't want to share him? I mean, what's the reason? All of it. All of it. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. I'm like very possessive over him and I'm not over anybody else. Yeah. That's interesting. Do you like him? Like him? Like him? Maybe? Oh, yeah. Like, I mean, absolutely. I fucking love this guy. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. So that's a whole different story. So he, so you might not with him, you wouldn't want to be non-monogamous. You would want to be monogamous with him? I don't know. I mean, I, I don't, it's weird. I don't know how, how, I don't really know how we would work that out. Um, because we, maybe we just have to play separately. I wouldn't be able to see it. No, but I mean, listen, I think this goes in line with what we're talking about with fantasies. I mean, sometimes just because you have fantasies doesn't mean that they always work in reality. And I feel like know yeah. thyself is my favorite saying. I love people who honor how they feel. I think that that's super important. I think when I was younger, I used to try to do things that I wasn't able to do to try to make someone else happy or try to make something work. And it would be just awful for myself. But I think if you know something to be true for yourself like you said if for some reason with this guy i'm fucking possessive you know what you have to honor that and don't ever fucking try anything with that guy yeah then. you know what i mean because that's just yeah. how you feel it doesn't matter why or how or how who it makes sense to it's just the way you are and i think that that's totally fine i have a lot of girls on my show who do the hot wife thing for their guys but they're like yeah. i don't want my guy to be with another girl and they always say but i feel so bad about it it's like you don't have to feel bad your guy doesn't fucking care that's the way you feel I high five you that you're taking care of your own self and saying like you know what you like this and I'll do it for you but I don't want that that wouldn't make me feel right I would be too jealous and that's fine and people on YouTube go off on those girls but I'm like whatever like that so they should do it just for the guy if he doesn't care and he's okay with it why should she do something that she doesn't feel right about and I think that that's really super helpful and that's why fantasies are sometimes good just to be fantasies because maybe yeah. in reality you don't feel like you could do that and that's okay I think fantasies are great I think a couple could talk about fantasies because I was always into role-playing with guys I have a very like vivid imagination and if I felt comfortable role-playing with a guy and I had a couple booty call guys that they would role-play with me really well and some that were terrible at it, I wouldn't even bother um, <laughs> yeah. but you could really I mean if you're really imaginative and create like you could really create the real thing in your fucking mind and have so much fun and do crazy naughty dirty things with each other in your fucking fantasy mind role playing and never do anything else and that could just add so much to your sex life right because you could if you could go there with your mind and your fantasies and open about up about that stuff with your guy and role play why not Casey was just on my show and she told me something that her and her guy do but they take it a step further they make their fantasy a reality what they do is they go to bars and Casey goes and sits at the bar and she flirts with other guys while her guy watches and their goal is for her to pick up the guy go home fucking while he watches but I'm like why can't a regular couple right who wants to live out that fantasy but never maybe have it happen in real life because they want to remain monogamous, with mo which I think most people are that way, yeah. right? You go to a bar with your partner, live out that fantasy, but just don't cross that line. Let your girl or your guy go to the bar and you watch them hitting on people and then stop it right there when it gets to the point where there's numbers exchange or anything and then go home and pretend that she actually took the guy home and fucked him and then live the rest out in fantasy. Like that could be super fun and super hot and you don't even have to really 
like I said, pick up the person or go to that other level where you're actually bringing a third person in, but you could mock it all up until even that you go to the bar and do it. Why not? That's fucking fun. Yeah. Right. Right. Yes, absolutely. Or even just go, I find, I find what's really good for couples is to two things, just kind of a basic rudimentary thing, walking, watching porn together. Cause then you can yeah. watch things together and see what's turning the other person on and then fantasize about it. And again, like you don't have to do any of this stuff. But the other thing that I find is really good for couples that I did, that I did in the beginning that really just opened so many doors and sparked so many creative ideas and additional fantasies was go take your partner and go to a sex club. You don't have to do anything. You can just be there to observe but just be willing to go together and check out the scene. And you're going to you're going to be surprised at what you find and what turns you on. It definitely something that you didn't think would turn you on probably will. But you just get to experience it together and you know worst case thing is you even if you don't feel like letting other people watch you or, or being affectionate in the club, you go home, you're going to be so horny for each other, you're going to go home, you're going to talk about it, you're going to be fantasizing, there's going to be a lot of sexy talk while you're in the act. And then from there at some point you maybe you'll feel comfortable enough to hatch a little fantasy together and, and do it. But the sex clubs I think are great because they're non-threatening. And when you go with your partner, people are very respectful and nobody's going to touch you, but you can just watch everything going on and it's super erotic. Yeah, listen, and I can't tell you how many times that I have heard stories that start out with either what I said, whereas people are just talking about it, or what you said, people are just watching porn together, or what you just said before, where they just went to a club just to observe, and these stories ended with these people actually living out their fantasies in real life, like now being hot wifing and cock queening and having threesomes and all that stuff. And that's why I think fantasies spoken out loud with each other and shared is the best way to get the ball rolling. It's like a domino effect. You might hit that domino and nothing else comes of it, but you're still going to have more fun, right? Because you're living out your fantasies. Or maybe it's going to lead to going to the swingers club. And maybe when you're there, you're so horny, you fucking in front of other people. And then you realize you're exhibitionist. And then before you know it, the next time you go, you do something else. I mean, that happens all the time. So you never know where it leads. No, I know. That's what I mean. If you just show up and you're, if you're just open that a lot will happen. That's, that's kind of been my, that's really been my motto throughout this whole, this whole process. Just, just be open-minded. I mean, and open with no, your partner though, too. Yeah, I oh, think. Yes, absolutely. But it's, you know what, it's fun. That's some of the funnest stuff I found. Like some of my best memories are just when, when a partner and I go and we're, it's like you're a little kid. You're just, you're going to experience something new. You're going to do it together. It's going to be bonding no matter what. And, and, and it starts to just open doors and help you both. You're getting sexually charged up and then you're getting ideas and you're creative and you both feel very comfortable in that moment to start expressing it. And it just leads to some very hot things. I, I've never had a bad experience come out of going to a club with a sex partner and, and, and just right living out your fantasies. Even when we, even when we agreed we're just here to observe. We we already agreed on hard limits and it just being very conservative. Like it's a fact-finding mission. Let's just go and see what what's interesting. Right. Yeah, no, I think it can never hurt. And what I really recommend to people, because I think it's way harder to start fantasizing and putting your fantasies out with a partner that you've been with for a very long time and you never have told them your little deepest, darkest secrets, right? Yeah. But there are a lot of books, apps, there's so many ways to bring that into 
a relationship that you've been in for a long time, right? Because how do you all of a sudden tell your partner like, oh my God, I've been secretly fantasizing about hooking up with women all this time. But I never told you, yeah. you know, I think it's very scary. Yeah. So I think it's always best to start this kind of talk in the beginnings when your thing is sex is super hot and charged. Be honest about what you're into to talk about your fantasies, put it out there so you could really see if you guys are on the right page. And I think that a lot of times, a lot of couples that I hear that are very successful of getting into alternative kind of lifestyles, it's because they were very open with their partner right from the get-go about what they were into, whatever it was, be super open about that kind of stuff. Because I think it's harder when you've been with someone for a long time to all of a sudden be like, oh, by the way, this is what I'm into. And it doesn't make sense. You'd think, oh, it'd be easier to be honest with that person, but not if you've been not really being open about your naughty fantasies with them since the get-go. But if you're open right from the get-go, I think it makes it a lot easier. And that's not to say you have to be open and say, hey, I want to be non-monogamous and fuck other people this whole time. Just start out talking about your fantasies or what you're into and watching porn together and being super open, like you said. Yes. And also, I think you also said something interesting. You said you don't want him to know that you've been like having all these naughty fantasies this whole time or hiding all these naughty fantasies. A lot of times, I mean, for me, a lot of this stuff, I'm, I'm sure for you as well, my fantasies sort of come and go and they've evolved over time. When I was first with somebody, if I, if I had been with somebody married for, let's say 10 years, I mean, 10 years ago, 99% of the stuff was not on my radar. So you, I, I feel like, I feel like our sexuality is, is just like us as human beings. I mean, we, it grows and evolves. Yeah, and that's we're, true. Not, we're not the same person we were 10 years ago just out there in the world, public facing. And we're not the same, you know, as we sexual, our sexuality has changed as well. And so different things will pop in there based on whatever experience or small little subtle thing can spark it. Yeah, that's true. So that's why I wanted to do the actual episode. That's what we're going to do next, Girl Talk. You're going to come on and we're going to do the perimenopause, menopause thing. Because I think that a lot of women in their 40s really start to get like hornier than they've ever been. And they do start putting out a lot of their secret things because they're just like so interested in sex like they haven't been in so long. I can attest to that. Yes, we're going to talk about that. because, And I think that why not then just bring that shit up? Like you said, it's not like, oh, this is what I've been hiding from you all this time it's this is what's coming up for me right now and I want to fucking tell you about it because I can't help it I'm the hornier than ever right so yeah you're right it's not like it's something you've been hiding forever because things do just come into play and things change over time like I don't think I have had my escort fantasy recently or some of these fantasies were from a long time ago it's whatever you're in the mood for yeah well I have one so I've got one more that's sort of like pops in there and it does have to do with it. It's mostly geared towards my sub Nico and he is, it's so fun because the more, the more we, we talk about things like the more he's revealing fantasy wise. And he, I was just, I mean, I'm shocked. It's funny. These, these guys will come on and say, yeah, I mean, I just like this cock cage thing. That's my, that's my thing. And then over time they just reveal more and more and more, which is fantastic. That's what you want to pull out of a submissive. It's like, let's, see how far, like how wild are your fantasies? Let's really dig around in there. But I mean, he's, he wants me to, he wants a sex room and he wants to be a full on like service slave type sub. Yeah. And he's I, hardcore. Know, and, and also just in a little bit, a little bit of he's showing interest in like the sissification, putting him in girls clothes and things like that. And, and I'm like, it's just kind of expanding for him. And I'm, 
I never thought that that would be interesting to me either. But all of a sudden I'm like, I, yeah, I'm all about that. The thought of some guy just like literally servicing my pussy on demand. While he's and wearing then, panties. While he's wearing panties. And then when he's done, fucking do my dishes, motherfucker. Oh my God. Clean your house. They like to clean houses too. Yeah, like, just so you know. Like, <laughs> I know. I'm like, like, you really are a fucking dom. Oh does this seem like, but does this, does this just, you almost feel, come on, is, is this is no. too good to be true. You want to just worship my pussy yeah, yeah. and, and give me all these orgasms. And then you, and you also want me to put you to work around the house. Oh you my know, God, with you're hilarious. Yeah. I have a large audience of guys. I would be obsessed with you. Maybe you should start an OnlyFans page just for this part of yourself. <laughs> it's just this little part of my yes, life. You could, uh, let me just tell you, there are so many guys I have to tell you, because I do believe that most girls roll the opposite way. They want to be submissive and stuff. So it's hard to find a girl that really loves that Dom role. And you really are into it. I mean, you wouldn't be doing it for any other reason than you kind of get off on it. And of I got to tell am. you, there's a lot of guys looking for that. They, there's a lot of guys that are into that. And and it's, I think it's hard to find those girls. Some of them, they work in dungeons and they could get the real doms. But I mean, yeah. there is a niche market for somebody like you. I know. Oh, I know. I know. I mean, guys, I mean it doesn't yeah. have to be a fantasy, oh, Layla. Uh? <laughs> doesn't have to remain a fantasy. I mean, all these things sound like a reality. It's going to be a reality. Well, they're, they're, so, so these are things that I hope to make reality. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, for sure. I mean. Definitely with just having a partner watch me with another guy just sticking me down. And then the BBC thing, I'm not kidding you. As soon as I think, as soon as we're done recording this call, I'm going to text that guy and try yeah, to like, do it. You don't have to try. Listen, gotta... <laughs> you don't have to try, Layla. Do what I told you to do. Be honest. Tell him exactly what you said to me. Hey, listen, I know I've been blowing you off and you probably hate my fucking guts, but I can't get your mind, you out of my mind. This is what I've been fantasizing about doing you and I can't stop until it fucking happens. Like he's going to be literally oh. in his car before your message ends. Okay, just tell him the fucking truth. Okay. I know. Yeah. Oh yeah. No, I will. I have no problem saying I, I, yeah, I don't mind. That's the, way to, that's the way to get him over ASAP. And then when we I do... Know. When we do our next girl talk episode, we, we can you get, you do that recap. Yes, you're going to feel like yes. these are all like this wasn't really a fantasy episode. It's more like what Layla is going to do. But they got a lot of fantasy talk. I think it's great, actually, and yeah. super interesting because I think fantasies are everyone has them. I know. Uh, I, I think so. Yeah, I think and I think women I think sometimes women need I need a little help tapping into them, I think, or they don't they're not really, honest about them. Yeah. Yeah. And so. Like I said, watching, I think that's why watching the porn or going to a sex club is an innocent, is innocent in a way enough to sort of stir your partner into the zone of what's on your mind, like what you find hot. Yeah. And that's, this is a very organic way to do it. And you'll have every reason to just. And for the more vanilla couples. There are apps that give you questions to ask each other or books yeah. out there and with games, questions. There's like card games too, I think. Yeah, stuff games, like yeah. that. Yeah, I think for the really mm -hmm. vanilla people, that's a really fun thing. Get a bottle of wine, start drinking and play that kind of game with someone. And that also could really open up the conversation. It's all about talking and communicating and being honest right. without feeling ashamed of what you're into and stuff. With your partner. I think that that's super important. Yes, totally agree. 
So listen, Layla, thank you so much for calling in. You always give such good stories. And I always feel like I hear a new story about you that you never told me before that I'm like, what? Like when you're the fact that you told me <laughs> yes. that you're yeah. with your father's friend and I never heard that before. I'm like, what the fuck? I can't believe it. I mean, you never disappoint. I, I love my girl. I've kept, that one. I've kept that one close to the best yeah, for that's a long a, time. Yeah, that's a good one. You could do a whole episode. I feel like I could have done a whole episode on that. But thanks so much for calling in and talk, going over some fantasy talk for me. We're going to do the one on libido and perimenopause pause and menopause next time right you're going to come back on and do that with me for my show that'll be great so yes. i will put a link to your podcast it's layla from the curious girl diaries you want to hear about her i mean this is not a girl that just has fantasies she lives them out so you want to hear all about a lot of more fantasies that she lived out in reality go check out her podcast the curious girl diaries i will put a link to all your stuff in my description but thanks so much for calling in layla Thank you so much for having me. Bye. Bye. Hey everyone. Thanks so much for tuning in to this week's episode. If you want to follow the show, follow me at Strict Anonymous on Instagram or Twitter. That's at Strict Anonymous. If you are on YouTube, make sure to subscribe. I love YouTube as a platform for my show because people comment there and I try to reply back to every single person who posts a comment. So even if you're not listening on YouTube and you want to talk about the show, go to my YouTube channel, subscribe and share my videos. It's Strictly Anonymous Podcast. If you want to sign up for my Patreon on my Patreon, you are not only supporting my show, but you will get these episodes early, ad free, and you get to see anonymous pics of my guests. Most of the girls send in anonymous pics and some of the guys send in anonymous pics. So if you want to see anonymous pics of my guests as well as support my show and get these episodes early and ad-free, sign up for my Patreon, patreon.com slash strictly anonymous podcast. That's patreon.com slash strictly anonymous podcast. The link is also in the description below. Thanks so much for listening. Do you have a story, lifestyle, or situation you can't talk about to anyone, to anyone? Or do you just want to let your freak flag fly and be on the show? Well, Strictly Anonymous wants to hear from you. Send us an email, strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com with your story and your anonymous name. And remember, everything is Strictly Anonymous. Strictly Anonymous.